0: Find the song that only you can sing, and that is the quote of the day. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxon of SeanCroxon.com. Happy Tuesday to you. We've got Lisa Nichols back on the show today, so you know it's going to be really, really, really good stuff. And today, Lisa is sharing what it means to live your quest. Here's Lisa. You know, when we talk about live your quest,
1: that's a really big statement. It can be exciting and scary. Anybody have that mutual feeling at times? You're like, live my quest. I'm just trying to figure out my GPS. I'm trying to figure out what does next year look like, you know? And then there's that opportunity that comes with living your quest to go, wait a minute, what happens if I decided and designed my next best season? What would that look like? And so I thought that I'd just slide by to stir your soul a bit. It's kind of what I do. I have to leave tomorrow midday. I have a a dinner engagement and a keynote speech in Jamaica tomorrow night. Um, But for today, I thought we'd just turn things up a bit. So may I do that with you guys? Now, I've been known to make things a little mildly to moderately to significantly uncomfortable in any form of mediocrity. I've been known to do that. I wake up in the morning to find out, how can I disrupt anything that's not in alignment with my future today? And so since I'm on the stage today, I thought I'd just do that with you guys as well. Is that all right? When we talk about living our quest, um, I think that living my quest, really, if I look at it on a daily basis, it's finding my own voice. It's finding your voice. It's finding the song that only you can sing, off key or not. It's finding your rhythm It's discovering what it feels like to walk in your shoes today. It won't look like it looked 10 years ago. Living your quest is what can I do with my life so that my life becomes infectious to someone else. Living my quest looks like how do I make my fingerprint matter so big that it lives beyond my transition day. Living your quest is how can I forgive the perceivingly unforgivable so I can love the absolute lovable? Living your quest is how do I give myself a thousand second chances, and every time I get to 9.99, press reset. Yeah, yeah. Living my quest is is not some ambiguous, untouchable experience. Living my quest means going back and healing the little girl in me so that the woman can be free. It's going back and embracing the little boy in you so that the man can show up and give himself permission to cry when necessary. Living your quest is not something that you can't touch. It's not something that requires a stage or lights or cameras. Living your quest is being complete and content with who you are in the dark of the night. So who you are in the middle of the day is all right. Living your quest is as simple as it is complex. Living your quest is about giving yourself permission, say permission, Permission. on a daily basis to become the next best version of yourself. Living your quest is not holding yourself hostage to old decisions. Not holding yourself hostage to shame, blame, guilt, regret, and anger. Living your quest is about recognizing that every day I can be reborn to my possibility. See, living your quest is as internal and personal as it is public. Living your quest is about recognizing that you have brilliance in you and not being willing to dim your light one more day. Living your quest means not being afraid of the genius in you, even though you have doubt. Living your quest is recognizing that you get to sing your song off-tune, that you can get to live in perfection while you master imperfection. Living your quest is, it could be complex and it could be simple. And I'm only telling you the things that I've had to do. Because in so many ways, I didn't know I would be standing here with you in Cancun. My path didn't make sense that it would land me here. I look at my life as a young woman in South Central LA, living between the Harlem Crip 30s and the Roland 60s. Those are not cheerleading squads, y'all. <laughs> Having three fights a week to get home from school, and that was the easy part. The hard part was the fact that my highest grade in school was a C+. See, when some of you brought home Cs, your parents were frustrated. When I brought home a C, my parents were excited because I was severely dyslexic in school. So it took me a lot longer to learn. The last time I took an English class, I got a fail. And my English teacher said, Lisa, you have to be the weakest writer I've ever met in my entire life. I said, does does that come with an award? (laughs) I am kind of collecting rewards. And the last time I took a speech class, my speech teacher gave me a D minus. And said, "Quote, unquote, Miss Nichols, I recommend that you never speak in public, that you get a desk job." And what it showed me was that some of your best motivation might come wrapped in sandpaper. Some of your best inspiration comes with some pricks and some nails and some thorns around it. Some of your best inspiration came in an experience that you didn't ask for, you didn't want, and you'd never want to have again. Some of your best inspiration, some of the very thing that's fueled your soul to get you here came in an experience that you dare not wish on your enemy. You dare not wish on anyone, but yet it still fueled you to come and step inside your quest. So when you ask the question, am I on the right path, how can you not be if you can still see light?
0: All right. That was Lisa Nichols. Her website is motivatingthemasses.com. If you are a professional speaker or you want to be a professional speaker and you want to take your game from good to unforgettable, head on over to motivatingthemasses.com. Lisa, right there on the homepage, you can sign up for a 90-minute class taught by Lisa on how to be a more impactful speaker. And so check that out again, motivatingthemasses.com. And I will see you tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.